Ryan, I'm here. I'm back from university. <laughs> I've returned. I'm here. I'm I'm here. Good. Are you a doctor now? No, I'm a podcaster. Mark, Ryan, I'm here. I've earned my degree. Wait. I'm going to follow in your footsteps. Did you get a doctorate in podcasting? Yes. Wow. I didn't realize that you were spending so much money. I didn't. Yeah. How did, how did so that So you don't happen? have what to record college? your podcast with animals anymore. <laughs> now you can record it with people. Who said that we'd ever record it with people? We've always been recording with I'm perfectly animals. comfortable continuing continuing with animals. I'm perfectly comfortable with that. I've seen your secret recording studio where you record with people. You can't fool me. Ah, you can't she's pull on the, to us, Mark. You can't pull the fool over my eyes any longer. <laughs> I'm a surgeon now. <laughs> Music. Pictures podcast. We're going to talk about every movie released by New World Pictures. I'm Ryan. With me, as always, is Mark. 2024. Let's make it happen, everybody. <laughs> yeah, this is the year. And Erica? I'm going to go by <laughs> Golenstein. <laughs> Lady Golenstein. Can I go by Baron from now on? Yeah. Baron. Wow. You got it, All Baron. Right. Oh, I already have a nickname to your nickname. <laughs> Uh-oh. You might want to read that. I was hoping you'd just call me Ron, but uh, Bear will work. <laughs> He's always wanted the name Ron. Unfortunately, he got stuck with Mark. You got it, Ron. <laughs> Joining us Thank for this you. episode, we have a very special guest. He is a writer, and he is the co-host of the Get Me Another podcast. Welcome to the show, Chris Iannacone. Hello. You know what? You could just call me Lady Golenstein as well. That's fine. <laughs> it's all good. You know, Chris, thank you for joining us and joining us for our first episode of Monstuary. That's where we're going to be discussing some movies that deal with monsters. And I can't think of one that's more monstrous. It's, it is monstery from start to finish. There's multiple monsters. Multiple monsters. Multiple monsters. Yeah. With, with, with one monster having multiple makeups. It feels like the makeup <laughs> changes. <laughs> it evolves. It's morphing and changing throughout the entire film. I yeah, mean, it's ahead of its time. The morph- <laughs> you know, you think, oh, the 90s and morphing. But no, Lady Frankenstein, it's, mm. it was so good you didn't even know it was happening. You didn't even mm-hmm. know it was happening. That's yeah. right. Tanya's the monster, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe. Mm. She's one of. Mm. She oh, okay. certainly right, is. She's certainly clear. one of. There's a few, a few monsters in this. And of course, we're talking about, as Chris said, 1971's Lady Frankenstein. Joseph Cotton is Baron Frankenstein. Sarah Bay is Lady Frankenstein. Only the monsters she creates can satisfy her strange desires. Joseph Cotton is Baron Frankenstein, the scientist who dared to create a monster. Sarah Bay is Lady Frankenstein. She's beautiful. She's evil. 
And she'll do anything for love. She creates a new, more terrifying monster. And only the monster she creates can satisfy her strange desires. No man can escape her web of terror. There has never been a movie like Lady Frankenstein. Only the monster she creates can satisfy her strange desires. Now, I had not seen this movie before, so I was ready to walk in here tonight. And with my first question being, are her desires really that strange? But you know what? I watched the movie, and they are. They are actually <laughs> very strange. Very strange. Very That's strange. That's right. Uh, 1971's Lady Frankenstein brought to you by Thomas's Lamb Care. If, if, you, if you if you own a lamb and live near the castle, you need Thomas's lamb care. When it comes to taking care of lambs, there's no one better than Thomas. Aww. Thomas is not certified in lamb care. Please do not ask whether Thomas is trained in taking care of lambs. He is not. He is simply good at taking care of lambs. Please do not write us asking for veterinary paperwork. Thomas is simply great with lambs. Call today! <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> this is directed by Mel Wells, uh, an actor from Corman's stable of actors that he worked with throughout the 1950s, including Attack of the Crab Monsters and The Little Shop of Horrors is most famously known wow. at, fr from. By the 1960s, he had moved overseas to Europe and he had actually be set himself up as a dubbing director. So he dubbed hundreds of European movies. Mel Wells, dub director. Dub Damn, director. Mel Wells. Uh, God, I love the name Mel Wells. He, it's he, good. It's a, it's, a, it's a good name. It's a, it's a good solid name. name. Solid. Yeah. Melanie Wells. <laughs> and he actually- Or even, is it Melvin? <laughs> Melvin Wells? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> it was actually Ron Wells. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he always wanted to go by Ron, you know? <laughs> How could you not? How could you not? I think it's a stage name, Mel Wells, so I think it... I love it. It's whether great. or not he went for he went for just the short one or he wanted the Melvin, I don't know. But I think Mel Wells is a... Mel Wells. Is, you know, it's, it's, it's not his actual name. It's not his birth name. In any, in any case... He actually dubs a voice in this movie, too. He actually dubs the grave robber, who is played by Herbert Fox, I heard them say. It looks like Herbert Fox. But, which, again, is another fucking cool name. Herbert oh, yes. Fox. That is oh, yeah. you, could, you could work both sides of the aisle with that name. <laughs> a, legitimate, a legitimate fear and, and, and the other thing. You know? yeah. 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 yeah, 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 but yeah, the grave robber that's in that Lynch is the uh, the uh. grave robber guy. So that is actually Bill Wells dubbing the voice of that character. Um, this is actually the last movie he directs. He then leaves Europe. He comes back to the United States and he sets up a career doing voiceover. It becomes yeah. the king of voice voiceover in the U.S. He does continue to, uh, to act as well. In fact, he appeared as Abu Habib Bibubu in New World's Smokey Bites the Dust, which we talked <laughs> oh, about no a couple shit. years ago. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a this is a movie. To me now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Smokey bites the dust. Oh, there's there's a there's an interview with them that they that I have I, that I'll get to later. But they talk about like, did you work with Corman again once you came back? And he said, No, I didn't. And I'm like. Well, he did. Smokey bites the dust. I guess maybe you're thinking directing, or maybe he too 
wants to forget about Smokey Bites the Dust. (laughs) It seems to me that this movie represents several actors that are at very different stages in their career. Mm, Yes, so true. And starting with Joseph Joseph, Joseph Cotton. Cotton. Joseph Joseph Cotton, yeah. Who is in motherfucking Citizen Kane and now he's Joseph Cotton. Yeah. You know, he's Joseph Cotton. And he's in that stage in his career where he'll do, he would have done anything. Like, I, he would, it, yeah. he, yep, yep. He's having, know? he's, he's having a wild 1970s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Soylent Green? He, you got, well, you got that comes Fives, after. A, that comes a, after. A bottle of Dr. Fives? Is yes, he did that just before that. Yeah. And Tora, Tora, Tora. Right Tora, before, Tora, Tora, before sure. this. Like, what? Um, It would seem like his career, I was like, oh, he must be like going through his Italian phase where he's just like, let's just get some work in Italy. Like, no, he was working in tons of stuff. He just never wanted to stop working, I think. It was, was, and and, and I looked it up. It doesn't look like he had alimony or anything like that. I don't know if it was just he needed a summer home or what, but it was just like, it was constantly, he would have said yes to anything. Anything, right. Yeah. He had some strange desires that only this movie could satisfy. <laughs> yep. And this oh, was a New World so. Pictures movie. So not a summer home, maybe a summer Airbnb. Well, uh, yeah. But that's, that's about <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's got to use this money and money from other movies. Yeah. Certainly this right. won't be the right, one. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, but he uh he was also not only that, he was also like in an Irwin Allen uh Irwin Allen TV movie pilot called City Beneath the Sea. A couple episodes of The Virginian. This is all stuff he's doing leading up to this. Just doing it all. And then he follows this with Mario Bava's Barren Blood. Yep. He's Mm -hmm. in Umberto Mm -hmm. Lenzi's Syndicate Sadis and Sergio Martino's Island of the Fishmen, which New World released under a variety of titles, (laughs) such as Something Waits in the Dark and Screamers. Screamers. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, but then he goes from there and he does, as Chris said, Soylent Green, Airport 77. Like he does a bunch of stuff. Like he, I just, he apparently would just, anyone called him up. He's like, I'm there. Where is it? But if we're being honest, aren't we all just jealous? Oh God. Yes. Oh my God. I I, I do airport 2024 right now. (laughs) Someone (laughs) like, I don't think he had to audition for any of those movies. They were like, no, we got Joseph Cotton. It was like, shit, sign him up. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he yeah. Th- and and he did all this too because uh, of course by 1981 he kind of has to go into early retirement because he has a heart attack yeah. that actually affects his ability to speak yeah, and he doesn't he's unfortunately he's not able to act anymore oh. and he passes away in the in the 90s in 1994. But um, did he ever get to hear the song that they wrote about him? I don't know. What? How did that go? It's the one that's like, "Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe?" Isn't that about I him? I didn't see it coming, and I didn't. <laughs> oh, no, I, I didn't either. I didn't either. I didn't either. I didn't either. I should have seen it coming. Oh, oh wow. shit! Oh wow! Wow! Yep. wow. I told you I went to university. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. That is. Um. Yeah. I, I guess that's about Joseph Cotton. This also stars um, Rosalba Neri, aka Sarah Bay, from yes. the from the trailer as Tanya Frankenstein. Uh, Neri likely came to this because of the American expat producer, Dick Randall, who was producing movies in Italy and Europe. And uh, he's one of those forgotten Gialli box sets released by Vinegar Syndrome has a bunch of his movies. And of course, she was in one of them called The French Sex Murders. 
And she had also been in a movie called Lucy Farah, Demon Lover. Both these came out in 1972. So I need I need to see both of those movies. I just I, I, I need to own both those movies. This that sounds great. Cause she she was the highlight of this for this for me. I, I thought <laughs> no, she was fantastic. Uh, okay, yeah, she was terrific. That sounds I'm like a really the, good double feature. Yeah, doesn't it? Like, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I don't know what either movie is about, but it sounds like just from title alone, a oh, great double feature. We can get anything. That's that's the yeah. beauty of it. The, yeah. the French sex murders is a wild. We do movie. own that. Have you seen it? Oh yeah, we own it. Yeah. We and we've seen it. So oh yeah. Wait, uh, have I seen it? And that's the one where they have the is that the, um, is that the fall? That's the one that starts with the fall from oh, the, the my God. Eiffel Tower. Yeah, oh. the Eiffel Tower, and yes, it has a it's... guy who is a professional Humphrey Bogart impersonator oh, who yes. is playing the lead oh detective. God. I mean, it it is wild. Um, yeah, she so she was familiar with Randall. She had appeared. She was a big star in Italy. In fact, yeah. she had been in a bunch of like uh, Italian movies, Euro spy movies, spaghetti western. She'd done a bunch of stuff, but in the late 60s, she also did a movie called 99 Women in, in 1969, which is a big hit and, of course, is the movie that inspired Corman to start his run of women in prison movies once he starts New World Pictures. So uh, she's one of the causes there. She basically so, uh, retires in 1976 around that time, um, but not before she appears in one more New World film, and that is 1974's The Arena oh. with Pam Greer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know uh, The Arena. By yep. Steve Carver, yeah. Yeah, so oh, sure. we will we will revisit Resolva Neri, not only just in French sex murders, but also <laughs> when we get to the arena. She is, however, dubbed for this movie uh, and not dubbed by Mel Wells. She's dubbed by Linda. Oh, God. If I were going to be like, by Mel Wells, I was going to be like, holy shit. He's, he really is the king of voiceovers. My God. Yes. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> He's voiced by Linda Gary, who did tons of voices in cartoons. Including Tila and He Man, no, and, wow. oh. and really Beatrice in Pinocchio and the Emperor of Yay! the Night, released no. by New World no. Pictures. <laughs> One of Mark no. and Ryan's bottom. God, of, that um, movie. One of those movies we would prefer to not have to rewatch if we don't have to, but we would if we had to. But I'd rewatch it. It wasn't sure. my bottom five. <laughs> Sure. I, I look. I a paycheck's a paycheck. She didn't know where the movie yep. was going to go. I don't blame yep. her. Sure. Hey, but no, uh, hey, the, 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 it was it was not on Linda. Let's it wasn't not on all Linda. get together and watch that movie. Let's not do that. Okay. <laughs> let's not put let's not put that one on after uh, French sex murders. Let's that not sounds, do that. That sounds like a double feature. It sounds honestly anything goes with the French sex murders. What doesn't pair? <laughs> With the French sex there's, murders. There's nothing that doesn't. There's nothing, nothing that doesn't. Nothing. You could argue Pinocchio and the Emperor of the Night would pair nicely with it, but I would prefer if we could avoid that. Yeah. <laughs> it might play, but we don't have to find out. Um, right. But here's right. where you can watch Lady Frankenstein. It is on Tubi, and Tubi, it is Tubi. on Plex. And also... It is on, you can get Blu-rays, you can get a DVD. I have a, a DVD in the other room. I also have this uh, Blu-ray from Nucleus uh, oh. that released this in hmm. the, I think, like 2017, but is now newly released on an, in a box set from um, Severin, yeah. along with uh, another New World movie, um, Scream of the Demon Lover. But I don't have that. 
but I got this one instead, Nucleus, who which had basically all the same special features. So I stuck with that. And I will say, if you do watch it on Tubi, there's two Tubi, versions Tubi. available on Tubi. Yes, yes. Tubi, Tubi. Is, the, is the abridged version that was released, uh, and, and it doesn't look so hot. The other one is the full-length version, uh, which looks terrific. And so it's if you if you put it on, you're like, oh, wow, this is only an hour and 20 minutes, and it looks like garbage. Switch to the other Lady Frankenstein, which looks terrific. Good call. It is a full mm. one hour and 39 minutes. Well, okay. Good that's call. interesting that you I didn't, so it's, that's good to know because I think for Erica, I watched both versions. Erica, I showed her just what you're discussing, the shitty one, <laughs> because that is the New World version because, of course, New World... Yes. When they they released it, you know, Corman can't just take any movie that someone's made and not cut ten minutes out of it. Oh, so heaven forbid! He he had to trim uh, that out, and so that's why there's a shorter version, and that's that's the the crappy one that you're talking about on TV. Yeah. But that's the one that you watched. That's, Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> well, you watched a nicer version because you watched the one from on Nucleus, which has they both look good. So yeah, it didn't look bad. Yeah, both versions. I, I also have the Shout Factory DVD that also has Velvet Vampire on it, oh, and it has yeah. a couple other movies. Mm-hmm. And both versions, I can tell you, because um, I watched the longer version on that on that DVD, and both versions look like shit. So, oh. <laughs> so that's nice. That's you nice. know. So if you do want to purchase that one, you know, you. In fact, what's fun is that Erica saw a little bit of it, and it, when it switches to the cut uh, footage. It's like suddenly from like a TV version or something. So there's like a total difference in quality of color, the image. Like the color. And she was like, what's wrong with the DVD? <laughs> I was like, nope, <laughs> it's just the cut. <laughs> it's, it's supposed just a... <laughs> to be like that. <laughs> it was right. nice. It, right. was, it, was n- it was nice for me because it was like, well, I guess there's no guessing in terms of what was what was cut out or what was, you know, what yeah. was original. Because it's like, well, as soon as you have new footage, you're like, well, I know that that's not the Corman cut. So it was instructive for me. And, 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 and as we've learned, Ryan really, what can make a big difference between whether Ryan likes a movie or not is the quality of the Blu-ray. If sure. the quality is good, sure. the actual movie quality increases mm-hmm. substantially. So substantially. Yep. There he are also movies gets a in lot, his he bottom He gets a lot five. of points for trying. <laughs> if right. they try. There are movies in his bottom five that, that, in in our in our swirlies episode, Ryan pointed out that <laughs> world is five. They're still the world. <laughs> the world are is they? for one more year. Are they? Are they? Um, <laughs> that if the if the if the Blu-ray was better, he might like it more. So true. you know, That's quality true. means a lot. I'm I I'm happy with my picks now because they are the topic of much discussion. So apparently, I did a good job. Your picks are the new night zoo. <laughs> <laughs> I did not realize I could supplant Night Zoo as a topic of conversation. There's no greater topic of conversation. But let's move on. We got to find out what this movie is about. Mark, what is Lady Frankenstein about? Uh, what is this movie about? The VP of research at Frankenstein Industries is thrust into the position of leading the company after the CEO dies from an overly aggressive hug. He quickly learns, though, that running a company isn't as easy as it looks when the CEO's daughter attempts to take over the business through seduction 
and their sole employee creates a cacophony of bad press within the community when he ignores core policies of the employee manual. Wow. Wow. You went deep. Holy That's shit. amazing. Wow. Take that letterbox. I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta rewrite mine. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, Chris, you will have no time because we're going to you. What is this movie about? <laughs> It's a movie about a couple who is willing to go to very extreme lengths to get out of the friend zone. They're stuck. Mm. Listen, I'll just, mm. here's, here's the truth. You, you, That's you ever have a really friends? good point. You ever have one of those friends you just you totally vibe with, but uh-huh. you just, you're just not into them in the looks department? Lady mm-hmm. Frankenstein has the answer for you. Brain swap. Brain yes. Swap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. You, yeah. you, you also might say it's a movie about ill-time visits by relatives. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. oh yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Sent you to school yeah. for a reason. You were supposed to stay <laughs> until the term ended. You weren't supposed to come three days early. Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah. Erica, what is Lady Frankenstein about? Okay. It's like Frankenstein, <laughs> but like with a lady. <laughs> Like if Frankenstein was a lady, like a kinky lady. Right. Sure. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Well, I mean, that's not incorrect. No. Um, For me, this was just proof that, uh, you know, guys will literally do anything to get laid. Yeah. I mean, anything. anything. It's all on the table. It's all on the table. That was, do that was, in fact, my wife's assessment of the film. <laughs> yeah. She watched about half yeah. of it, but felt very comfortable making uh, yeah. a judgment on it. And uh, yeah, she was like, that's that's what it's about. <laughs> I had, a, I had another description uh, in case the first one I, I, I didn't want to jump with. But I'll bring it up because I think you'll appreciate it. I also think this movie is a heavy-handed 19th century version of 18 again. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, right. So, yeah. so is 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 Thomas the Charlie Schlatter character? I yes, Thomas is the yeah. Charlie Schlatter, and so he just gets his brain put into the into Charlie George Schlatter Burns. of the of yeah. It's well, George yeah, Burns' it's, brain. Yeah. George, yeah. Into yeah. Thomas, and he gets no, no, no. Gets Thomas de- is the Charlie Schlatter character. That's what I'm saying. Char- George Charles Burns' brain is the George Charles character. The, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh. Only in this version, George Burns is spurred to do so by his young girlfriend, who <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right, getting who played the young girlfriend uh, for, of him in uh, eighteen again. But Anita, Anita, something. It was Anita uh, uh, Morris. Anita Morris. Is that? Mm, oh my you're God. probably right. I don't know. You're probably I don't know. Right. I don't know. You're oh, probably. No. Right. I'm. I'm willing to go with it. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm willing to give it to you. Uh, let's let's check Letterbox and see what they said this movie is about. I think you're right about Anita Morris. Yeah, I just looked Anita it up. Morris. Oh, yeah, dude, right. I don't remember a single teacher's Bravo. name I had before Bravo. high school, but I was able to pull that from 18 again, which <laughs> I haven't seen probably wow. since the 90s. Well, we we I have seen it. show on it, but I, I haven't <laughs> we have, actually watched it. We watched it more recently, and then we did everything we could to push it out of our brains. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Including me getting myself into a car accident. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I went just, all the way. Just yeah, You committed. All you the committed. way. I committed. <laughs> All right, this is the Letterbox synopsis. We're on Letterbox. Uh, give us a follow if you can. Chris, are you on Letterbox? I am not on Letterbox because I am. I am. I'm too scrupulously honest. Like, and uh, there's things I don't want to admit that I'm watching. 
<laughs> and so it's the, the combination of those two things. I can't, I can't do Letterbox. I would I'd be like, no, no, I can't put that out in the world. I can't let everyone know that I've been watching French sex murders. Oh, yeah. that, um, that's the least of my problems. Yeah, look at Chris watching Pinocchio, Emperor of the Night again. Jeez, Ryan, that feels personal. Third time this week. He keeps... He every time he rewatches it, he just logs it again. He logs it, then he puts uh. excellent copy on Blu-ray. Wink. I don't know, right? What does Maybe that mean? Is give that it code? a second Is chance? That code or something? <laughs> All right, uh, Doctor Frankenstein's daughter, who is in love with the aging lab assistant Marshall. Hold on, no, not exactly. No, I don't know if right. I buy that. I don't know. I if don't I buy that, that at all. No, I don't. Also, buy that. No. I'm sorry. Shouldn't they both be called Doctor Frankenstein? <laughs> she is a doctor too. She's well, okay. a licensed Mar- surgeon, as she right. says. Yes, right. She's, she's also a doctor. Exactly. Um, uh, continues with her father's experiments. Kind mm-hmm. of. Kind of. She has her own spin. She's not yeah. going to just do what he daddy did. She's got her own thing that she's going to do. And attempts to transplant Marshall's brain into a new body to prolong his life. Not to prolong his life. He's not not dying. He's not like, you know, they're not trying to, she's not trying to save him. Well, hold on. He's maybe 40. In the the grand scheme of things, yeah, I suppose, you know, you're going to get him a couple more years. But it doesn't seem like that's the point. She's trying to, she's trying to save her uh, ability to be attracted to him. Yeah, that's it. By putting his brain into a more attractive person. I think she's ultimately just trying to take over the company. (laughs) It's it's just, she's just trying to take over the company and get some Thomas stick along the way. Whoa. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mark, she kind of takes over the company midway through. Yeah. I mean, Right. She kind of gets handed she the wants... keys, literally the keys to the castle, because, you know, <laughs> That's Dr. True. Frankenstein That's doesn't, uh, you know, spoiler, but he doesn't make it the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they only, they only had Joseph Cotton for so many days. Right. Uh, that right, is actually course. 100% true, because <laughs> they, they, they actually had, they had to cut down his time because his fee was, the movie was like under $200,000 to make. Right. And his fee was so large, they had to cut him down to only two weeks of time. And so that's that's why they threw the squeeze in. Time well spent. Uh, by, by the monster so that they could, because they needed to get Cotton out, out of the movie. I'll say this. I think they could have cut it down more. I think the movie gets <laughs> more interesting once For he's sure. out of the picture. Yeah, it is. It's 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 two movies, really. The movie is like two movies. Absolutely, two movies in one. The first movie is a kind of abridged, sort of by the numbers Frankenstein. We've seen it, but then the second movie is the sequel about his daughter, which is far more interesting. It's totally what's 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 that bear hug? Also, oh. the movie that we walked in to watch because it's called yeah. Lady Frankenstein. It's called Lady Frankenstein. So when we are treated to the Frankenstein story that we know with now a non Igor guy named Charles. Charles. <laughs> yeah. It, it looks like a combination of Vincent Price and New York Mayor Ed Koch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. He totally does. Oh, man. The movie. Yeah. It's. 
It, you're so right about it being two movies, so much so that when the Lady Frankenstein mo- movie starts, which is about right. 45 minutes into the movie, yep. uh, the, Frankenstein's monster is a complete afterthought. They just they keep going back to the monster just to remind us, oh, by the way, there's still a right. monster walking right. around. A monster but right. it really has nothing to do with the plot of the movie at that point. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, yeah, the, and there's, there's questions about the monster and his behavior and... Right, it's there's weird, there's weird, there's, there's stuff that I don't, I don't quite get. I mean, so, but also, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to jump ahead. I don't want to jump ahead. That's uh, yeah, it doesn't. We're, we're here. Through the first we're here. Movie yeah. first. we're here. We're it's, here. It's it's mm-hmm. the first movie. Let me just say this about the first movie because we all know it. But one thing that I noticed in the opening title sequence, which by the way, one of the better opening title sequences. I that agree. We, that we have. I was because, like, well, we're just getting into only it. Only because it actually is stuff's happening and yeah. you're seeing the titles. Normally it's like, you know, white title cards mm-hmm. over black. It's so right. they actually have something. Instead, it had movie instead images. You have, it was like different. Instead you have sort of aerial all caps font with orange coloring. Like, the, yeah. like it's an episode from the 1980s Magnum P.I. series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I kept thinking, you know, when is TC going to jump into this movie? At any point, uh, the helicopter is going to come in and land. Oh, and I, I would love that. Be- anything for Rick and TC to show up. <laughs> oh. I was like, let this be the one where they actually show who Ice Pick is. <laughs> let this be the one. I want to see it. Imagine if Rick and TC were the grave robbers. Oh, in this. that would like, have been They had good. to deliver the bodies all the time. Oh god! Oh, by we, the way, oh, talk- I I don't want to. I want to skip to my favorite scene. But but oh my god! Can when they die, when they get killed, robbers. when they get killed, that's my favorite scene. Oh, technically, favorite they're scene. Ca- technically they're called resurrectionists. That was the correct <laughs> name for them at the time. Oh. Just oh. wasn't very clear. Oh. Thank you for respecting oh, their wow. vocation, yeah. Mark. That's, yeah, well, right. Yeah, Put right. some respect on these. Resurrectionist University for nothing. Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> well, did you know they 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 would only dig up graves in the wintertime because they didn't have any way to refrigerate the bodies sufficiently in the summer. So they would. This was only a winter job for mm-hmm. resurrectionists. Uh, oh. Yeah. So, mm. just something to think about. No, no. In fact, uh, you could, in fact, it's sense. because it's because yeah. that they because they did that in the winter season or in the cold season that they <laughs> d- were dubbed the term stiffs. Well, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Oh, that Mark has crunched grave robbing. <laughs> did you crunch it over that grave robbing? <laughs> Holy shit. It's <laughs> amazing. Um, yeah, the uh I love that Mark is using this podcast to just like fill his brain with more useless <laughs> trivia. No, that's not useless. That's real knowledge. That's well, no, it is real knowledge. I'm just saying, like the applicant you would think, well, that's something he'll probably never use. Mark is gonna find ways <laughs> uh, yeah. to include this. This knowledge, like just, this, this isn't gonna just just end here in the podcast. I'm just I'm imagining Mark. it will also be used in the real world yeah. in real world scenarios. Mark will definitely use this. I'm imagining Mark said an icebreaker like in a meeting, and they're like, "What's a fun fact about you, Mark?" And you're like, "Well, actually, uh... do you know this about grave robbers?" <laughs> they only used to have oh, hold on, Erica. Still... Erica, I want to be very clear. Just because I brought this up doesn't mean that I have robbed graves. You said something <laughs> interesting about me. I have not done this. No. I just did the research. Mm. I don't know. How mm. strong do you want to prove the theory? Do you want to <laughs> do some live, some real life testing? They would also dig up newly buried corpses primarily because one of course they would you want to get them as fresh as possible but the earth was still recently moved so it made it easier to dig sure 
<gasps> is that what that song is about? Especially in the winter. <laughs> Especially in the winter, exactly. What what song, Erica? Which song? <laughs> Just caught that joke. Move under my feet. I feel the graves come tumbling down, tumbling down. I'm robbing graves. Moves under my feet. I didn't see that one coming either. I should have. I didn't see that. No, I did not see that. But uh, you know, I knew we we had to go there. We never do. We had to go there. My point (laughs) is during the opening. (laughs) Several digressions later. My point is in the opening title sequence. Oh shit! You went back to the beginning. No boy, I'm making a. I'm making a a a a point that is no longer freshly buried. It was. It is cold. It is stiff. We. We paved over it. <laughs> this cemetery is now a parking lot. I am going to use this anyway. Oh. Um, but there was a title card in there where it says original story by that producer, Dick Randall. And I yeah. thought, boy, that's rich. Because <laughs> for half an hour, I'm like, where were you, Dick? Because <laughs> <laughs> this seems real familiar. <laughs> I, like, like it was a book at some point in time, and then they turned it into several different movies. The grave diggers at the beginning are so weird, though, because like, all right, like first of all, one looks like the toe cutter from Mad Max. One looks like <laughs> one looks like Fletch's editor, and the third one looks like the third Frank, one looks like Klinger from Mash. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're giving each other these looks. There's no words being spoken, but there's these yeah. kind of like intense, lusty looks, and I'm like. Oh, I, I I think I know what kind of movie this is going to be. And about 45 minutes later, it will start to become that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it does. It takes a sweet time because what oh, we yeah, have to no. do is go through the basic Frankenstein story. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. With a little right. added. My daughter's here, but don't worry. We're going to ignore her for, you know, yeah. she'll walk into a room and we'll chat with her for a minute. She's mostly going to ignore gonna her for 20 minutes. And Despite- then... Being a licensed surgeon, is she going to help? No, we're going to send her back to bed. And she's going to go. Yeah, she yeah, doesn't. She, I don't want her to know about my real experiments. Mm-hmm. And so we get the whole Frankenstein story. And it is after the, the monster comes to life. And I want to talk about the monster for a second. Because oh God. Oh God. what an amazing yeah. creature. That's what a, an amazing. Yeah. It's, that might be my favorite Frankenstein's monster. It is. I don't know it though. Is. They did him. They did him dirty on that outfit, though. I said, "Oh outfit? shit, he's on fire!" Oh. Like it was one. Oh. one that, like it said, I actually yes. wrote the note. Oh shit, he's on fire! Yeah. And, <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's what he looks like: Jason Voorhees from mm-hmm. the first Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, the first one. Yes. 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 Yeah. Like if right. you, the, right. the one who comes out and grabs <laughs> Alice. If you if you scaled him up to adult, not where they went in parts two, three, etc. Sure, sure. mm-hmm. Like right. it's it's Jason in the in the lake scaled up to full size. It's that's yes. like, and they, 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 he has a very like huge bulbous bulbous yeah. head. Bulbous. He has. A, a terrible eye makeup on front of his oh. eye, and then like this little tiny sliver of an eyeball. Like it looks like one of those you would get where you can you can put them on a cupcake and you can jiggle mm-hmm. it, and it looks like <laughs> and the eyeballs move. And mm-hmm. has one of those like stuck to a bunch of makeup. And but then they give him a beautiful green blouse to wear. That right. blouse. It is <laughs> whose blouse it's was so, that? It's velvety. It's right. Gorgeous. It brings out the color of his. Face. When he squeezed the life out of Doctor Frankenstein, he was kind <laughs> enough not to spittle any blood onto that no. beautiful blouse. No, <laughs> no, no. He that knew will better. not he come knew. out. 
That will not. Exactly. That stain I mean, will they're not, not going to have out. multiple blouses. They got one blouse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yep. This is not. That's this right. isn't soiled green for Christ's sake. It's you know. <laughs> you know what's funny that's when fair. you're talking about it, when it lit him on fire. My note was like, he uh, Doctor Frankenstein insists on putting a bad brain in. And light, oh, yeah. lights, lights the monster on there's fire. No time. Like, there's no time to fix the brain. There's no time. You know, it's going to come back to haunt you very quickly, pal. <laughs> and I wrote my note was like, I'm starting to think he's not a very good doctor. <laughs> Give Lady Frankenstein a chance. Yeah, maybe she should have stepped in because you're a licensed very good at surgeon. this. surgeon. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. by the way. I got a quick question because she does come in and talk about uh, herself. And I just wanted to know, guys, is she a doctor? (laughs) (laughs) Because she only says it like 50 times. Okay. (laughs) I mean, it's it's something you said, Erica. You were like, is she a doctor? I don't know. Has she said it enough? I felt Um, like she had to keep saying it because even they weren't buying it. They were like, right, sure you you are. She was like, no, really, I went, I got my degree. I'm a doctor. And they were like, you're a doctor looking good, sweetheart. You do look, you're a pretty girl. You're a doctor (laughs) with some very, very good eye makeup. Very good. The eye makeup was pristine. Her whole, her honestly, and I'll get her whole, her costuming, all of her, yeah. she looked great in this movie. Yes, it, yeah. We just finished doing a, a, a series on, on Giallo, and, and it has given me a new appreciation of Italian fashion. You know, it's weird, is this movie, for, despite being made in Italy, does not seem to contain a lot of the flourishes of Italian fashion. No, uh, of no. Italian filmmaking, Italian horror sure, filmmaking, sure. except in the fashion. She is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Swap absolutely. If you need to. Absolutely. No, she looks incredible. (laughs) Yeah, there isn't a lot of Italian stuff. And I was, uh, you know, Ricardo Palatini, he is the uh, cinematographer. And at the very least, uh, Rosalba Neri had was quoted with talking about him being sort of the reason why she thought that everything kind of went a little smoother like mel wells maybe wasn't you know he's an actor turned director maybe he wasn't thinking of all of the you know directorial stuff in terms of setting up the lights the way the shots were going to look and all that so if we have anything that looks at all italian in this which i again didn't think that this was a highly italian looking Mm-mm. movie outside of you being dubbed and everything but i think yeah. that 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 would all go to him as the cinematographer it, it feels it, it feels like a third tier 70s hammer horror like it, it has that it has a very kind of like hammer-esque vibe. for sure the, the sets in the interior sets are all very kind of like oh you i could i could imagine that was from you know a peter cushing movie or you know one of the later ones when hammer was sort of in its in its Yes, it's, it definitely looks more feels more like a Hammer movie than an Italian movie. Yeah, I, I would say the Italian flair of that though is when the monster attacks, it's likely going to happen when a woman gets naked. Yeah, right. So yeah, right, and that that's right. that's the Italian flair. And he's 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 drawn to you know naked women when they're out there. He's like, oh, uh, that's who I'm going to kill. <laughs> Which again does not happen until 45 minutes. It doesn't start until 45 minutes of the movie. I was like, oh, maybe they're just. Maybe they're just going for a more lo- no. Okay, okay. Good. Now we're we're off to the races here, right? Because uh, he's basically yeah. just walk, walking the countryside, killing for shits and giggles. Yeah. Because or or is he though? Because he kills all the grave diggers. 
So mm-hmm. like I'm like, is he is he out to get people or is, is he just like killing what he comes across or does he have a plan? And if he has a plan, how would he know? He was dead. Like it doesn't right. make exactly. Right. It doesn't make exactly. any sense. Wait, whose brain did he get that was damaged? The guy that they hung? The guy they yes. hung in the in the yes. well. The guy that they hung in the well, who, by the way, is the exact same actor who plays the monster. So he does do double duty. He plays. He had a rough. So then I then I don't think he's. (laughs) (laughs) So then I don't think he's killing willy nilly. That wasn't weren't they hanging that guy because he was a murderer? Yes. So he's just like a sport killer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he right. had a damaged brain yeah. that, that, that to the my doctor point. didn't fix. No, 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 you don't have time. He no just time runs into people. He runs into people and he's like, I'm going to kill you. And yeah. I'll kill your girlfriend. I'll, I'll, push, and... I'll push this guy against a wall. I'll, I'll, I'll touch his wife lightly around the neck and then she'll die. Uh, the kid will, will be fine. You know, that's... You know. <laughs> I felt bad for the woman that he dropped into the river. I mean, that that seems like an uncomfortable way to go. Yeah. 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 And especially because yeah. her, her guy that she's with just takes off. Where yeah. you go, exactly. You've never seen somebody run so fast. That guy oh, ran boom. so fast. He's yeah. off like a shot. Way to, way to be chivalrous, pal. He was the most believable character in the movie. He was like, see ya, I'm out. And what's funny is that on the uh, Blu-ray that I have, they have bonus scenes. And the bonus scenes are, they're literally called like clothed scenes. And they're the, the naked scenes but with so you see the girl, she's making out with a guy. She's fully nude. He picks her up, throws her in the river. Then you can also watch the clothed version where she's in a dress and huh. he's got even more of a shirt on. That's the hammer version. He picks yeah. her up in the dress, and then in that version, he walks her into the water and then lets her go. <laughs> Just gently places. Boy, her yeah. And she got the, she got screwed on that. Right. Seriously. And then the fishermen later find her, and this time she's still wearing the dress. And you like see all the clothes versions. Ah. So they filmed two versions, knowing like, well, we gotta have the nudity part, and oh, yeah. uh, that's certainly the version that Corman said. No, I'll take the the nude uh, the nude scenes, please. That's what what. Um, one last uh, note, just wanted to say this to you, Chris, about Ricardo Palatini, the DP. He was also the DP on Blind Man, directed by Ferdinando Baldi and starring a Mr. Tony Anthony. Oh, oh <laughs> you know, uh, God bless Tony Anthony. You know, that it just good old Anthony Anthony. Anthony, God, God, Anthony. God bless him. Oh, oh yeah. I still got I still got a crack open coming at you. I got I got it from oh. I got it from Hamilton Books. I got a, Oh, I got it's a, good. It's, it's good. It is it is, you've never seen so many beans poured into a camera lens. <laughs> <laughs> so many dry beans. It happens several times. Oh, I can't wait. Oh. But it's uh yeah. <laughs> that the 3D, 3D craze where you're like, "Oh, uh. the beans are all over us." Uh, who, anyway. who was it? Who was it? Show up to the theater in 1982 looking for the beans to just come in at your face. <laughs> I it's never 3D. thought that was going to happen. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> let's talk quickly about uh, the captain in the town, which is played by Mickey oh, Hargitay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> was he just coming off of Delirium, or did he do Delirium after it, this? It come, he does Delirium after this. 
Wow. So that's the movie he does right after this, is uh, which is just recently released by uh, Vinegar Syndrome. Um, he was like, actually, Lady, Frankenstein, not so recent La- point, Lady Frankenstein wasn't fucked up enough. I need to do Delirium. Oh, man. Delirium, he really, he shows all the range. He goes <laughs> he goes a lot of places on that. He was actually, he's a Hungarian bodybuilder. He was, that's how he started out. And he was... Mr. Universe in 1955, and he started in Italy making their peplum movies, which is what they called their sword and sandal movies. So it was all the sort of swashbuckling, like pirate movies. He played Hercules in the movie, Sinbad, and yeah, and and then and then he was married to Jane Mansfield. Jane Mansfield, yeah, and that's when he really began acting because she brought him into a bunch of her movies as well. Sure, and and then he goes on and does Delirium. He does a, a bunch of other movies, and then their daughter is Mariska Hargitay. The mm-hmm. star of Law and Order SVU oh. for Detective mm-hmm. Olivia Benson herself of like twenty years, mm-hmm. her yeah. twenty year run or whatever it is. That's cool. He he of course uh, was Mel Mel Wells. I'm not directly quoting him, but I read that he was like uh, his quote was like, "Why did you hire him?" And he was like, "I don't know. I just I knew he was there and he looked good, and I knew we were going to dub over his voice because he had a Hungarian accent. So, but, you know, <laughs> which might have made it more make more sense. It's in the you know it's supposed to be in Eastern Europe somewhere. I honestly. Honestly, honestly, he's the worst cop. He's the worst. <laughs> he is a terrible cop. And, and, Thank and you. It's not. It's not just that he is a bad. Like he doesn't actually do any detecting. Like he no. just none. He just knows stuff because he's got the script. Like that's <laughs> yeah. it. Like he starts oh immediately when like cuz oh the the creature kills Dr. Frankenstein and then they stage it as a break in, which I, I say that loosely. Try make it look like he took something. You know, so right, maybe right. maybe that burglar thing is a little more plausible, but it immediately starts asking about the height of the of the the person who broke in and he gets fixated on that and it's like he immediately starts to suspect some creature for no reason whatsoever right Right. it's just like he just he's 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 a guy in the forest who's always like oh they broke into the farm and stole all those eggs he's like oh how tall is that barn door (laughs) i think it could be a creature like i just think it was some probably locals that were stealing eggs like i don't know was there any slime or anything I know it's a Frankenstein movie because I'm watching a Frankenstein movie. The people in the movie shouldn't be watching. They don't know what that means. He's watching it too. He was watching it with us. He just got to step in now and again. But to your point, to your point, he is the cop that like, he throws out the book. Mary Shelley's book in particular. (laughs) (laughs) He can... Right. He goes to the castle. They stage this robbery. He completely ignores that there's all these beakers and all this weird lab equipment. There's mm-hmm. a giant surgeon's table and yep. then and and a crane to lift it up to the ceiling. Completely ignores that. And he's like, this circuit, this is circumstantial evidence. I'm gonna go talk with the neighbor folk. Yeah. And just proceeds to spend the, the next real half hour just talking and interviewing people who may or may not know anything that happened there yeah and he really goes after lynch like the guy yeah, oh lynch he's got a thing a- for lynch he's got he's got he's got there's a there's a history there like it's <laughs> it's you know, oh my god Every outside time- of somehow being undeniably uh sexy to ladies <laughs> in this town <laughs> I, which i don't understand because <laughs> it's, it's he, unbelievable he it's really unbelievable. he does they have well, this whole but- conversation 
and there's this chick under the sheet like the whole time and then she comes <laughs> yeah. up and I'm just like mm-hmm. what is happening this mm-hmm. guy looks like Klinger from MASH <laughs> yeah I mean he's definitely ba- he's definitely batting way above his league but that's right. the pa- but that's the power of whiskey <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just every time Harris, he, like he says, interesting. oh, that's interesting. And I'm just like in my head, I don't believe you. I don't believe you find not, anything not interesting. It. No, not buying it. I don't it. believe it at all. Just, no, you don't find anything interesting. That's what he says about it, literally everything. He's he's the worst <laughs> cop who thinks he's the best cop. They come out like, hey, Captain Harris, looks like it's probably going to be a warm day, huh? He goes, interesting. Nope. Interesting. <laughs> don't believe it. Oh, I, don't, I, don't think, I, I guess. I don't know. I'm just making small talk. Yeah, he is. A, he's a really terrible cop. Thank you for bringing that up. It's true. He he is awful. He's more yeah. than yeah, a cop, re- everybody. I, he's the captain, so he's apparently the best person they have. Yep. How is the rest of the force? If he's the he's in the top. His his second in command is is better than him because there's a scene where like the the town is getting all pissed off because there's this giant guy going around the countryside you know throwing chicks in rivers and he and and the guy's like oh there's the his second command's like oh they're they're outside and they're they're pissed off uh and, and these are, i'm paraphrasing here that's not the actual dialogue but like <laughs> uh, outside they're pissed off and 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 captain harris is like ah, i need to think about it for a while go uh <laughs> Go, go, go make it make it okay. And the guy does. He handles it great. I'm like, mm-hmm. you should be the friggin' captain. And what's amazing yes. about that scene uh, that you just mentioned, Chris, is that that is a scene that's cut out of the Corman version. Oh, so that God. version doesn't even exist in the Corman version. All, all really? of the crowd scenes, like that scene, there's the scene at the hanging. They all feel like flashback scenes from Highlander the series. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, there's a lot of Captain Harris that's cut out of the movie. Like, most oh God, of the God stuff God is... So maybe that's the version to watch? Yeah, I picked the wrong one. <laughs> you just had to put up with the shittier looking ver- version and you would have, you know, you would have seen oh, less of the captain. What then we get into movie two and Tanya, I I love the I love the twist that she takes, but I want to go back to how it starts because it literally starts with the monsters going around killing people and she's talking to Charles and uh, she's like, well, I know what we'll do. We're going to start. We'll make another monster. He's like, we won't be able to. It's going to take forever. It's going to take three years. She's like, I'll do it in three weeks. It's like uh, (laughs) I can tell this song in two notes. It's like uh, we, we, we can, it's just them like trying, she's, I can, I can do it. I can do it. And they're like, I don't know. This is a bad idea. Well, let's go get a, let's go get a body. She goes to Lynch. He tries to like, says, oh, he doesn't oh I'll want do money. it. He doesn't I want money. money. I don't no, want money. No, no, no. no. He, I, wants, he wants something else. He wants to have a whiskey party with her. Yeah. And <laughs> all she and and when they're done, all she has to do is take a bath, and everything will be fine. Oh my god, yeah. that line! Oh, that I, I actually oh, wrote it down. I was like, so I can't. gross. It's just, it's yeah. After you can take a bath, and everything will be brand new again. Brand oh, new again. Oh, yes. Brand god. new again. Oh. And I, ew, ew. But I couldn't help but wonder, like. Is there a case where that works? Is that possible? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if that's another icebreaker you should have in your back pocket. <laughs> I'd, I'd stick to your grave robbing yeah, facts. Yeah, stick to grave robbing. 
I just I love the, like the decision that only a monster can kill a monster. It's like it's like in in the canon ninja movies, only a ninja can kill a ninja. That's that's, that's right. what right. it is. Like that's right. we need exactly. another monster. We this situation we've created is untenable. Let's do it again. Yeah. But then here's <laughs> that'll solve it. And here's the wonderful thing is that after she sees Lynch, she comes back and goes, Hey. And she's not even really talking about their previous plan to create another monster, but she just starts in on what if I take your brain and put it into the hot guy that's kind of dumb. And and then, because I like him, I'm attracted to him, not attracted (laughs) to you, but I know you're attracted to me. And and so I'd be willing to give that a go as long as you're in a hot body and not the thing that you're currently. I, I want to add that this is the point in the movie that my wife came in and started watching from here today. She, she skipped. <laughs> she saw the good movie. She saw the good, the good movie. But like at the line, Marshall it says, "Could you love me?" And Tanya's reply: "Yes, if you looked like Thomas." <laughs> And yeah. my wife was just like, what are you watching? What yeah. is yeah. this movie? <laughs> because yeah. replace brain with penis and you've got the plot of a porno movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that's Lady the Frankenweiner. <laughs> yeah, or, th- or Frankenpenis, you know, either yeah, one. You know, just go you know, for it. Yeah, go yeah. Frank and Donner. Yeah. Frank just and go right for it. Yeah, yeah, go right for it. Please, right. it's right. Frankenschlong. <laughs> There's the winner. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so of, of course. Of course, of course. Yeah. How could we be so stupid? My only beef with that scene, <laughs> other than it being so cruel. You're beef? I got yeah, it. You're thanks. still on a roll. You're Thank still you. on a roll. <laughs> Thank you. My only beef with that scene is, to me, the scene with Tanya and Lynch, you, you find out later, of course, when she reveals her plan, like, they're not so far apart from one another. Like, no. they're both gross. Yeah. Yes. So yes. I yes. almost, yeah. like, I almost would have been okay with them hooking up because she's just as evil as he is yeah sure you know at least the only difference is lynch comes by it honestly he's like yeah Yeah. i like dig up dead bodies for money so what yeah right and so him coming on to her and her being like how how dare you like i wouldn't stoop that low i'm like but you're also gonna go be just as cool in the next scene you are just as cool to charles yeah. In the next scene, so I I thought it. I wish she's like I could go out with you if you looked yeah. hot, but you don't. Yeah. You look like you, so blah. But like personality wise, we get along great. But yeah. like yeah. I couldn't. No. Yeah, that's yeah. not cool. But I, not, I also thought in that scene, he like as much as he is drinking whiskey profusely through this movie, he sniffed her out. <laughs> he is astute enough that he he totally reads her like a book and is like, I know exactly yeah. what you're fucking doing. Because yeah. I'm just yeah. being honest about it. but mm-hmm. And you're fooling yourself. Don't try to pull the wool over my eyes. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're doing. Which is a really interesting scene for a movie that mm-hmm. doesn't try to get that deep. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. true. It's the deepest moment of the movie, probably. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, he would have liked to have gone deeper. Yeah. But... Yeah, there it is. Well... <laughs> Wouldn't it be? I mean, but he's he's okay with He's agreeing to all of this. Like it's like, uh, you know, listen. I'm going to pop your brain into somebody else's body because that I think is hot. 
are you cool with this? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I know, but I, my thought was, because Mark's talking about going deeper, my thought was too, though, what if the size is not the way you think? Oh. <laughs> oh, no. What if Charles, oh. Oh. just as Murphy's Law, yeah. happens to have... Yeah. You know, well, you know the I'm, big the, the bigger member. You know, you know? it's funny yes. you say that because I I was thinking <laughs> the of the great irony. She didn't sleep with Charles before the swap. She didn't sleep with Thomas before. It was like it wasn't like oh yeah I've been fooling every time I come home from college I fool around with the 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 dumb you know you know uh, a stable boy I I know it's no she hasn't she honestly what are you doing like come on Tanya like if you're gonna go this far. Go all the way and, you know, mm-hmm. know what you're getting into. The other yeah. part of it that's kind of hilarious I mean, yeah, is that, like, you don't fill up. You do not fill up your buffet plate with one item and, no. like, oh, no. just overflowing no. and go back to the table. You try a couple, then figure out what you like, and then go back for seconds. Yeah. And then you can mix it all together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. right. So she she might be making a like a very crucial error in terms of how she's Seriously. doing the configuration of brain to body. <laughs> she <laughs> might be doing herself a disservice. She does not know how to work an old castle buffet. No. <laughs> nope. No. It's a, it's a shame. <laughs> that is going to be the name of my restaurant though. Old castle buffet. <laughs> I'm just going to serve turkey legs. <laughs> no cutlery. No, no, no. You can no. a refill on your Pepsi. Uh, that's... Oh. Do you hate... Do they you... will not partner with Pepsi. Not on my <laughs> They are a Coca-Cola restaurant. Sorry, that's Mark. Right. Sorry, Mark. Well, I will not be coming then. <laughs> BYOP. Bring your own Peps. <laughs> <laughs> would you what would you like with your turkey leg potato <laughs> you have to pick it up with your hands it is hot or did um, you want a side of lamb Ooh. Ooh. Mm. thomas isn't around anymore <laughs> oh um i got i got a question here's the thing that we haven't that thomas uh, rather charles and tanya get married before the brain yes. swap thing. Yes. Yes. Why? Why is that? Like I uh, like I have no idea like like it's is it it's just gonna make like mm. you you've got this husband I don't understand it. It's so it was like why are they married now? Like what is the Because point of that? he was a primary shareholder of Frankenstein Inc. Right. <laughs> so uh, she needed she needed this, all of it. She this gets all of it. this gets yeah. her Right, right to those shares. So right. I think it was an f- important financial decision for her. She only had 15%. Right, right. And he but had 51. He, 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 <laughs> which means that her dad... No, when he died, he bestowed the, the shares to him because right. he was the VP of right. research. Oh, I see. And he was oh, already contra- he was contractually obligated right. to get that in the event of the right. death of the CEO of the right. company. So. Yeah, he was like, I can't leave my shares to a woman. Even no. if she is my daughter. No. Oh. Well, no. Nepotism, even if she's nep- a licensed surgeon. <laughs> well, you know, that's... Nepotism's going to set in. It's going to be hard for the staff to handle that. They'll think it's all nepotism. You have to, I mean, you have to go through the proper channels. So Three people, four people living in this castle. <laughs> <laughs> like you could get a butler. Like right. A, Igor to get stuff. I mean, it's... Uh... And one of them's killing half the town. Her coming back from college, like, upsets the entire hierarchy of the business. 
podcast. They're like, <laughs> oh, it's... this is... Yeah. Now we have to rewrite everything. Maybe if the secret passage to the lab didn't start in her room. Yeah, right. <laughs> that right? seems like an architectural yeah. flaw. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. why would you put it in her room? How yeah. did he expect her to find it? Because eventually she's going to find out. Sweetheart, I've made some changes to your room since you went off to college. I don't want you to... Look, don't look around too much. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, she was just trying to stash her weed one time in high school, and then all of a sudden she's like, oh, wait, this door opens. Why does this wall open? I mean, he was like, fuck, I, why'd we put it in her room? Could have put it in the study. It's a whole castle. You could have put that you anywhere. You could have put it in any room. So many rooms. Mm-hmm. Though he only owned a certain percentage of it. <laughs> Fair, fair. <laughs> the rest was being used for an Airbnb. <laughs> you need that secondary income. <laughs> we haven't even talked about the scene where she seduces Thomas before the brain swap because mm. that is like that might be the most mind blowing thing. Like for what to what end is it just comparison at this point? Like oh here's what it was like before your brain was in this dude's body. Now we'll see what it's like after your brain is in the body. And it's just what's what's even weirder is that like Charles is watching, and I was yeah. so right. weirded out by that. I'm like at first I was like oh does he does she know he's there? And then it was like oh no she knows he's there, and yeah. then she kills Thomas. Like no, Charles of, does. Charles, Charles, kills, yeah, Thomas. Charles kills Thomas while With she a pillow. on top of him at mm-hmm. like the moment of climax. And I'm just like, wow, that got dark. Mm-hmm. And my wife, yeah. God mm-hmm. bless her, sitting on the other side of the couch said, well, at least he died having a good time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone in the drive-in's going, that's how I want to go out. I mean, I, and she is into it. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. 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 To your point, only a monster can kill a monster. And Uh, she's, you know. And then, and then Thomas's sister shows up on cue, like looking for, looking for, for, you know, like her brother. And of course, you know, and she has one conversation with Tanya and she decides he's, she's evil in like 30 seconds. She could destroy a man and enjoy it. You got that after 30 seconds? <laughs> yeah. She's a very intuitive woman. She yeah. can really There's more scenes, more scenes with her, and you it's probably the version you saw. There's oh, where yeah. she like talks to the captain and oh, all that stuff. All that yeah. time with the captain. That's, birds that's all ca- that's all cut out. That's all cut out. That's all cut out. It's gone. Roger, so, Roger, I just can imagine Roger Corman watching those scenes going, Yeah, we gotta cut these. We don't care yeah. about this. I think yeah. my brother's dead. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. interesting. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> He's interesting. interesting. I'm going to go back and talk to that guy Lynch. <laughs> uh, right. That's like right. what that guy does on anything. Yeah. Ah. Must hmm. be Lynch. Maybe he's got he's got a girl hiding under the under the the sheet for the whole conversation. Oh, this little this poor little boy lost his parents. I should talk to Lynch. What does he know <laughs> about this? Like it's like you have, it's like his one guy who's got his I guess his ear to the ground and what's going on in the village. Is I think he, he just likes hanging his... with Lynch. You know, you just <laughs> yeah, have a buddy yeah. you like to go he's hang like, out with. Yeah, yeah I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you, animal. But pour right. me a glass of a tumbler of scotch here. Give me a good <laughs> pour. And let's yeah, just it sit bothered here me. It bothered me. They never had the proper glasses for the liquor that they were pouring. They pour <laughs> wine. They put it in a tall glass. They pour <laughs> liquor. It's in a tall glass. I'm like, these are not the right glasses, people. Well, I hear you, but that sounds like something that you should save 
for things we oh. love and things we hated. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. That's right. Let's talk about the things we love and the things we hated about Lady Frankenstein. Mark, you've already expressed something that you hated. What's something that you loved? Something. Uh, well, Chris kind of touched on it. I really loved the the costumes. Yeah. Uh, seriously, mm-hmm. this movie, the sets, the costumes, everything looked great. Like this All doesn't the feel cheap. With the snow, like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like genuinely, mm-hmm. I right. really like the mm-hmm. atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The castle sure. looked good. Even the lab. Yeah. It was easily as good as Frankenstein, as good as young Frankenstein. I mean, they it seemed like a much bigger budget movie when you said it was only two hundred thousand sure. dollars. I mean they under. must have ha- under uh, under. Mm. They they found some great sets. It looked really good. The costumes were amazing. I mean, even the captain with his cape all the time. I was like, oh, yeah. this is really well done. They put a lot of ten- attention to detail. And as we've discussed many times, a lot of New World Pictures movies don't put that same attention to detail. True. So I really, Very true. I, I really appreciated the way this movie looked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Chris, something that you loved. I love I love how you can, you know, you could pop a brain in and out like it's a double A battery. Like it's just, <laughs> just like it, you can just oh, oh boom. Like they don't even have gloves. They don't even wear gloves to handle yeah. the brains. Like it's it's and, oh, and they, they, they they put it in like a bucket that they just put with like, <laughs> yeah, <it's> like <laughs> <laughs> it's just, oh, it can last there for a while. Oh, it's, it's not. You can just put this in here forever. Problem. Well, that's yeah. the thing. That's again, that's another scene that is cut out, which is a scene where they actually. This was a point of contention for Mel Wells because there's a scene where they like go through the entire process. Yeah, and Charles and Tanya talk about how oh, there's you a whole thing put about this voltage. brain and all this. Yeah, and they go through the whole thing. That's all yeah. gone. Yeah, I, Roger I saw that and was like, bop, 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 cut it. Like, who cares? <laughs> I think I might like his cut. Oh, my yeah. God. You just pop a brain out. You put a new one in. Beep, beep, pop. You, you, know, you, you got to get up. You give him a little zappity doop, and, uh, and we're good. Once the brain is successful, like, so you have sort of Marshall slash Thomas and he's first of all the first thing they do is put a wig on him which is hysterical oh, i like, know this wig, and then oh talk about it and then talk, they talk about, about it, it. And, yeah. then, and then he's speaking with marshall with, with charles's voice and i don't know why how that works i'm like but yeah it's uh yeah i i love right right, I love, right. did they I also love... replace thomas's vocal cords yeah did they mention oh, right. no because he shouldn't have yeah. his should, voice like, he left his voice in his own body. Body, yes. And we're not at final questions, but what happened to Thomas's body? Did they just put his old brain in? In like, you know, they have. Like, I'm sorry, they, Charles's yeah. body. Charles, Charles's body is feeding the lambs. <laughs> yeah. Well, they talked about they had like a cistern or something that they put the bodies in. They made some mention of that. But mm. but to your point, right? Mm. With the zippity boppity boop and put in the brain, we're good to go. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so uh, Tanya is a better doctor because she didn't burn Thomas's face during yeah. the process, Correct. right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Well, she yeah. went. She had a workaround for for. They lightning. spent a lot of time on that in the cut I watched about the workaround <laughs> of why they didn't need the electrical storm, which then yeah. shows up anyway. Right. Show, yep. Right. Yeah. Which I love. That is something (laughs) I love. I love that they're like, who knew a storm would show up? That's a detail we don't even need. You've already worked around it. We don't need that detail. It's unnecessary. And you're just talking about it. We don't even see it. 
We don't go outside to see the storm. We don't nope. hear the storm. We don't need any of that info. It's so superfluous. And I love that it's in there. I love it. Um, Erica, what is something that you love? I love that monster. Oh my God. Big mega mime oh with this gorgeous green blouse and his like <laughs> shaggy boot cut pants. Yeah. He looks like shaggy. He looks like shaggy yep. with like yep. a maternity top on. Mm-hmm. He's got like the skinniest little legs. There's a shot oh. of him when he's going from behind and you see him walk down a hillside. And, and his walk is like, he almost goes down. I thought he was going down. Oh, my God. <laughs> he stumbles. I was like, oh, he's going to fall. He looks like such a goof. Oh. And he clearly can't see straight, like, ahead yeah. of him very well. No. He can't go down the hill well mm-hmm. in, in, in this makeup. Like, oh, it was so delightful. But there's but, one yeah. scene where he's, just after he kills the doctor, and he's walking through the lab, and he's got this weird kind of shuffle that makes it look like John Travolta walking down the street with a pink can. <laughs> I'm like, you are strutting, my man. Like, that is, you know, then he just pushes through the doors. I don't know if that was cut. Like, it's, it's, yeah, that, that, that was in there. That's in there. Yeah. There's also a line that I loved. There's a line, and I'm going to get it wrong. Um, Hopefully, we'll get it right in the episode. Uh, But there's a scene like early on when Charles is talking to Tanya and she's just met, she's just met Thomas. And he, it's Charles who says this about Thomas. He says something like, Yes, it's so sad about him. He's completely normal except for his brain. brain. And I'm like, So, like, (laughs) not normal. So, like, (laughs) so, like, the opposite of normal, then, I guess, because his brain is all messed yeah. up i guess is what mm-hmm. you're saying so he's actually not totally normal it was just I, I i i i didn't hear that the first time through i watched it again and that's when i was like wait what yeah what is that line just crazy uh all right things we hated mark what's something you hated um i won't i'll, I'll change it up a little bit i i really did hate that uh what captain harris oh, that he ignores and we already talked about it but it really bothered me that he ignores all of the obvious evidence that's in the castle and decides to spend the next 45 minutes interviewing people and just getting their word as to what may have happened. Mm-hmm. That right, is right. just shitty policing. Uh, period. You don't Hard need to stop. spend, you don't have to spend time going through the ranks in this village right. to become right. the lead detective. You don't have to sit there, work in the streets, you know what I mean? Like, you know, walking over in the middle of the night going, one day I'm going to get the day shift. Eventually, from the day shift, I'm eventually going to become assistant detective. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, there's no hierarchy. They just right. saw him. They're like, look at that coat. You're a detective, my man. You're good. I, I got You're a guy. He, he, was, he was the thing I had under, under things I hate. I was just like, I, every time he came on screen, I was just like, oh, God. He, he was yeah. maybe the least interesting movie detective I have ever <laughs> seen. Like, I honestly, agree. it would have been better if it was Captain Harris from the Police Academy movies. That would have been better. <laughs> now, if that gets a Blu-ray release, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, oh... <laughs> when they put him in there uh erica uh, uh yes erica what what did you hate i don't know that i hated much i Whoa. think i think okay. i wow. remember complaining to you while we were watching it though that i was like wow i didn't i didn't know we were gonna see every single detail about how they frankensteined 
Right. <laughs> like, right. I was like, okay, we're really like going for it. And now right. we do this, yes. we mix this. and play, play. So I think it was a little bit too much. I mean, we've already talked about how it's two movies, but even that first movie, there wasn't anything new or refreshing or there wasn't any kind of no. different fresh take. It right. was just like, right. and here's how they got the bodies and here's how they did this and that. I was like, oh, okay. It just felt a little, that first half just felt slow. Yeah. Oh, I, I, agree, yeah. I agree completely. Like it, it's, it it's could have the, almost been recapped in the opening credits and then we yeah. could have got right into Lady Frankenstein. That's what I, I was, I was like, oh, you could do that as, because it's yeah. the least interesting creation yes. of the monster scene in any, like it doesn't have any of the gravitas of like mm-hmm. the James Whale, uh, Boris Karloff. It doesn't even have right. like the bonkers electric eels from the yeah. Kenneth Branagh version. It's sure. just, yeah, sure. it's like, oh, that happened. Oh, oh, his face. Oh, we got that out. Oh, yeah. you know, that's it, oh, literally mm-hmm. it's the first half hour of the movie. Yeah. And it's what I hated, too. It it took them half an hour to get to making the monster, which we already know about. Mm-hmm. We've already seen. And I was surprised by it for a couple of reasons. Uh, like the cor- in the Corman era, we spend this long on this. Like, yeah. yeah, in a movie, he's already cut stuff out. He didn't kind of trim this up. But mm-hmm. I have to think that it's a little bit of well, this is the only footage we have of Joseph Cotton, so we've got to kind of make uh, we've got to milk yeah. we got yeah, to yeah, milk yeah, the cotton. Sure. Yeah, you need you need, uh, you need your cotton foot. You need to get make that cotton money go far. Yeah, mm-hmm. so for sure, they gotta like throw them in, so people are starting to think. Well, I guess I guess Joseph Cotton's actually going to be a very significant part. Here's the monster. Oh, he's dead. So you have that kind of like you know, but you are but thinking that whole scene with Lynch and Tanya when she meets it when he's at the castle. Like why? Oh, yeah. What? Right, right. That could have been yeah. two yeah. or three words. We don't before. need that. that it, it was so yeah. long. There's just a lot of yeah. There's a lot yeah, of yeah, just unnecessary. Yeah, it it, it and just, that could have been a great setup too, where he is maybe more on to her instead of coming on to her. That scene would have been a great opportunity for him to be like, "You're just like your father" or something like that. Mm, yeah, it doesn't. It was right. like such a missed nope. opportunity, and then it's just yeah. this long scene about how she's like, "You're gross," and he's like, eh, "Whatever." <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And if the scene is only going to be him, like saying what he did about the baths and whatnot, like, do we need that scene early on in the movie to know he's a creep? Like, look at him. You know he's a creep. We knew in the first first scene of the movie, we knew he's a creep. Resurrectionist. Yeah, he's yeah. We Thank don't you. need to Thank be you, like. Erica. But is you. he like? Is he like a cool resident resurrectionist? <laughs> no. Is he like a nice? No. I mean, he's no. no. He's a big creep. Like we know that. All right. Let's go to our uh, favorite scene. Mark, what was your favorite scene? I'm gonna say my favorite scene is the sex scene with Thomas and Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, Are you sure? You feel like you want to? I just don't know. Are your parents listening? What's your hesitation? (laughs) Hi, Mom Uh, and Dad. (laughs) Hi, Mom and Dad. Um, Cover your ears. Earmuffs, Mom and Dad. All right. So not even in Crimes of Passion did you have a scene where a woman continued to enjoy sex Yep. While her partner is being smothered to death yep. with a pillow. Yeah. It's a like, signature yeah. scene. Signature like, scene in the movie. My goodness. Exactly. I mean, Crimes of Passion, sure, it had some pegging. Oh. But it didn't have right. anything as right. uncomfortable as this. Uh, yeah. I mean, I you... Mean, it, 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 uncomfortable is not how I, I term it. But, like, you know, it was certainly all right. unusual. My words. My <laughs> words. It's my Crimes words. of Passion doesn't have anything as uncomfortable. I... Do you remember I, when we watched that movie? I mean, do you her recall? her lover is the being X-rating. smothered to death, <laughs> okay. smothered to death. 
he's now dead and she is still getting a few extra moments oh, to enjoy to yeah, enjoy this. It's, I mean, it was to the it. point that you could almost hear the director saying, okay, cut. No, 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 cut. No, you're, we're done. Cut. And she's like, nope, I'm going to milk this for as long as I can. <sighs> and I found it disturbing and also my favorite scene. <laughs> okay. okay. I agree 100%. I agree Thank 100%. You. Thank you. Is it, it's yours as well, Chris? Yes, it was it was in fact uh but but in the interest of trying to, you know, I don't want to I'll I'll then say the you know, that was my favorite scene. My second favorite scene was the final scene where you know, oh, the, yes. the lab's yes. on fire, you know, like you Fra- Frankenstein fight, Frankenstein fight, and then the lab's on fire. And the and the captain and the sister come in and they are getting it on in the middle of the lab and and you know it's like oh maybe they found each other but then start to choke and then listen if you had asked me two days ago the most abrupt ending in cinema history <laughs> I would have told you that it would be the 1975 film French Connection two okay this this tops it there's not yeah, even yeah. credits it just cut to red the end done get out. <laughs> Yeah. Bring in the next show. We're not even going to show the, pre- the credits. It's amazing. Yeah. I've yeah. never yeah. seen anything like it. Mm-hmm. Plus, yeah. I love that the sister and the captain come in, and the sister immediately has a look of like my brother, and the captain's like, "Let him finish. Let him finish." <laughs> this is a very sensitive moment between them. Yeah, let them have this. Let them yeah. have a little privacy now. That's how we do it, you know. Central Europe. It's I, I honestly, this movie. There's times when it's kind of tedious, but then it yeah. has those moments that are so yeah. weird that you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know. However, you come down on you know whatever mm-hmm. you, whatever side of the fence you land. Uh, yeah. but, you know, it's uh, and then and then when it's weird, then they milk it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the, yeah. yeah. Once yeah. they get to they a little do. weird, they make sure they There's it. a lot of milking in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's called cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Erica, what was your favorite scene? Oh, Frankenstein fight. Hands down. <laughs> Frankenstein fight. Because oh. I was just, just like... Just not get confused. The monster fight. We're talking the two monsters, right? Because... Yeah, Tanya Frankenstein, and Frankenstein gets Joseph Cotton and Tanya don't fight. Yeah, yes. sorry, yes. Yeah. Monster versus a, yeah. Tommy, Ch- Tommy Chuck. Yeah. Tommy <laughs> Chuck versus versus, versus yeah. Mega Mind or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Mega. <laughs> that was great. That was that was Me- Mega Mega Mind Dangly Eye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All he had to do was just pluck that eye, right? Just I was like, eye out. Just oh, grab yeah. that eye out. Just, oh my god. Yeah. Oh, oh. Just just yeah, kill Bill that shit. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, you know. think about how uh, you must have had to apply eye drops constantly to that eye because oh, I don't think oh it had God. an eyelid. <laughs> no, yeah. just no. annoy the shit out it of it. It's always yeah. open. Yeah. It's like, good night, good, good night, monster. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you the He was so ornery. God, yeah. that yeah. eye is just looking at me still. I thought he was asleep. Are you asleep? Are you asleep? Yes, I was asleep. Uh, what? A uh, what? A uh, what? No, sorry, just that eye. I thought you were. As, thought you were awake. Also, like some amazing glue on that wig because despite the fight, it never came oh, off. Oh yeah, never came yeah. off. Never came yeah. off. But to so, that fight yeah. too, when she like first, and then she's talking to Tommy Chuck. And he's, she's like, lift that table. Oh, when she makes oh, a yeah. table. Oh, and he lifts it. I always like, wanted oh, to do I'm this. So, I'm so strong. <laughs> yeah. You always and wanted then, to lift a table. Oh, <laughs> right. What a, was, a dream come true. I was like, oh, Charles, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what if you, you had no feats of any kind? No. You said, so sad, weak. Bass. All so she needed to do was be like, balance on that 
it's like on the bad leg. Right. Early on, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. Charles, how's your leg? And he's like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I yeah. wanted to see him be like, woo, woo, woo. Like, yeah, get that leg out. <laughs> Check me out. Both my legs. <laughs> hey, Charles, do you think hey, you can like me move? now? Yeah. Charles, do you yeah. think you can help me move this weekend? I got some furniture I need to kind of, oh, I couldn't. I couldn't. I really, I just can't. I wish I could. My God, I wish I could help. He's like, or can't I? Woo! So anyway, when he lifts up that table, and then during the monster fight, it's like he goes back to that table and throws it (laughs) at the monster Mm -hmm. because he's like, well, this is my one thing. Yeah. Yeah. This is my thing. Yeah. This is my move now. I found my superpower. Yeah. I got a table. I'm a desk tosser. Yeah. Uh, my favorite scene was, and I've already mentioned it, but when they kill the other two of Lynch's compatriots, the other two resurrectionists, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and like he kills them, but then also gets out like the uh, the, the um the gravestone, yeah. this giant yeah. gravestone, yeah, yeah. and goes at it, and then on top of it, and Erica and I both laughed at this. But then they cut to them in the morning and the captain's there and you had the two guys in the grave, like pretending to be dead as if their bodies had been thrown in like that. And they both picked two of the silliest poses. (laughs) Yeah, he has a tongue out to the side. Like Like they might have well like just marked his eyes with X's. But the little birds going around the top. He's dead. I mean, yeah. he's like, it was so, <laughs> so comical. Hilarious. I was like, this is amazing. Oh, it's so funny. All right, let's get into a few final questions here. <laughs> These are our final questions for Lady Frankenstein. What hurts worse, uh, a uh, fissure and the hypothalamus or your eyes lighting on fire? <laughs> 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 definitely eyes lighting on fire yeah because you would see yeah. it right oh yeah, yeah. and he was yeah. awake he, like he would have been uh aware at that point yeah for That's sure yeah. yeah 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 even um, if you wait. had your brain replaced you'd wake up and be like holy fuck my face i mean that would be <laughs> right. that, that would have to be your first response yeah. i love that he takes the fire out on his face and he's like Let's just give him time. I'm like, I mean, <laughs> let's give him some aloe. I mean, like, His face is burned. <laughs> he's he's tired. He's like a cold compress. <laughs> the Baron yeah, Doctor is like, oh, I don't care what he looks like. Well, you know, he might care. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Clearly, we can see from the blouse you don't care what he looks like. He looks ridiculous. <laughs> oh, what are we going to do with, are we, should we just throw Mrs. Frankenstein's blouse away? No. I have a plan for it. I have a plan for it. She was uh, a husky woman. Right. right. <laughs> like, Brenda loved that blouse. I will put it on this creature. Do you do you think that um Joseph Cotton saw the name Wells on the project and just was like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> and then he's like, oh shit. Probably. And then he, and he's like, Orson, day one. And he's like, oh, oh, no. Nope. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. wait. Oh. I'm, are you, you're Wells? Yeah, Mel Wells. Like, oh. Oh. I'm going to kill my agent. I'm going to kill my agent. Damn, 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 damn. Ah. Ah. Just get me off to the Dr. Five set. Like, get, get me there. And then, and then later, when he does F for fake, he's like the whole time going, is this real? Is this the other guy? I'm, uh, which Wells am I? I? I don't know. I feel like I've been duped twice. 
<laughs> um, I want to know why. Why when you become a monster, you get super strength? Like I get the constructed body is constructed yeah. to have super strength, but but you know, like yeah, Thomas is a bigger guy, but he's not like a he's not Hercules. He can't just have <laughs> the table by himself. Right. Like right. oh, I always wanted. What's his special his spe- his specialty is the gentle handling of lambs. Yeah. <laughs> so like he's not exactly known around the village as like the strongest guy around, you know? No. Like it's Yeah, I don't understand how that happens. It's like when you die, we resurrect you, suddenly you're super strong. Like you I don't become a Frankenstein, you're suddenly super strong. Okay, yeah, I, don't... I, I know it's the name of the doctor. I know. <laughs> um uh, when do you when do you think that uh tanya first falls for thomas uh do you think it's when she first sees him outside the castle holding a lamb or is it like yes later on didn't you know i mean if you really want to impress a lady just you just got to gently hold the lamb (laughs) and you have to not listen to charles right charles is like come over here and he's like eh had my right. lamb. And Charles has to be like, come over here, take the bags. And he just, yeah. he's like, take the bags into the house. Tommy's a bad boy. Yeah. You know? I, I think it's when, when she's told that everything's so fine she... with him except his brain. Like, that's the, yeah. uh, oh, right. like, oh. that's a good call. She's that's, like, ooh. You know, oh, no, everything yeah. works except Wink. his brain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but ironically, you know, size of a thimble, you know, it's yeah. weird, but it, it does work is the thing. It does, I don't know, he yeah. said it was normal. Charles said it was normal. So clearly he's done a full thorough, <laughs> a thorough search. It's part of the hiring process. He's like, okay, how are you with lambs? Good. All Good. Right, okay. Let's uh, drop uh, your pants. Let's see, let's see, see what you all. got. Let's get see what your business is. All right, let's get into some quick research here. Uh, our uh, research. Wait, oh, before we oh, do that, yes. uh, oh, we have one, Mark, one yes. final question, which is oh. the, we got to pick our Lady Frankenstein roommate. So <laughs> That's right. uh, That's you're right. moving into a studio apartment. You got to sign a one-year lease, and you're going to sign it with one of these three characters from Lady Frankenstein. Your, your options are as follows. First, the monster. Okay. He's going to be a conversation starter. If if it's if if it's a guy moving Is in, it? you you know that he's not going to hit on any of your prospective love interests. He will uh, murder them, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that I'm getting to that, Ryan. I'm getting to that. He can he help you move the river. He can like <laughs> he'll move all the furniture for you. That won't be a problem. But there right, will be a right. murder in your place at some point. Sure, you have to sure. know that you're on borrowed yeah. time. Uh, yeah. Your second option is Captain Harris. Mm. Now, you, you could be cooking mm. meth in your studio apartment, <laughs> and he'll yeah. never know. He'll never right. pick up on this. Nope. He will talk the, the pants off of every person mm. that comes into your apartment. He is going to talk them to death. You may yeah. have friends yeah. that don't want to come to your place because he's going to talk to them constantly. Your third option, beloved Thomas. Fresh lamb, all you want. Uh, if he, uh, for Ooh. holidays and birthdays, he's going to carry all the presents in. That's not a problem. You don't have to carry. He's going to drop them ever too. again. Yeah, he's going to drop them. Don't have. He, he will drop them. <laughs> but yeah, yeah don't right. give him don't. the fragile stuff. Yeah, but give right. him the heavy stuff. He's going to be fine with it. But his sister's going to stop by a lot, mm-hmm. unannounced. Yeah. She will mm-hmm. swing by, and she is going to want to talk. She's going to yeah. have questions about yeah. everything. She's going like, to show up too late, real late in whatever yeah, game, right? Either right. late at night, 
if you're right. throwing yeah. a party, she's going to show up at the end when you think it's going to wrap up. She's always going to show up real late in the game. Just as you start going to fight the big boss at the end of a video game, that's when she's going to stop by. You're like, so, I've been waiting for this level. Ding dong. Oh, no. <laughs> right. Oh, she no. rushes so, to judgment on things. I mean, she's and she's going to sit there and be like, no, 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 go to the corner. Go to the corner. I told mm-hmm. you, go to the corner. So yeah. it, you're going to have to put up with that. So which she one are you going to pick? right. But for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> right. right. So who are you picking as your roommate? Harris. Yeah? Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's going to be a blabbermouth, but uh, the, everything else, they all come with, like, too much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, I don't want to, I was going to go definitely Thomas, because I wanted the third option. So when it came to Thomas, it was like, okay, probably Thomas. Then you're thinking about... He 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 not only has uh, castle stank, but he has lamb stank, <laughs> and those lamb lamb shit is all over the place. And the sister's coming over. You like you don't have a moment of peace. The monster you can't, you just can't. You know, yeah. um, he's Plus, if he doesn't kill anybody or me, he's gonna ruin everything. Yeah, he wears his yeah. shoes yeah. in the house, and that's right, a no no. Right. right. Plus, yeah. plus his credit rating is for shit. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah, you know, I I'm always gonna be on him He's about the need land. A co-signer. Yeah. His references <laughs> yep, right. were solid though. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I, I'm starting to think they were wanting to get rid of him, and that's why they were so solid. <laughs> but with, yeah, so with Captain Harris, but with Thomas's brain. <laughs> just popping it out. Oh, that's a write in. That's a write in. I got you. I got slow you. Slow it down. Write in. Yeah. Okay. Captain Harris. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good choices, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into some quick research. This movie is appropriately made because uh, a really horny dude wanted to have sex with Rosalba Neri. And that's really? how this movie gets made. Honestly, it's a noble. It's a it's a noble. <laughs> yeah, it's a noble. Wow. Thing. Uh, yeah, there there's a guy named Harry Cushing. He's listed as a producer in the movie. He had producer. all this. He he's, has money and a script. At the time the script is called Lady Dracula. And, <laughs> yeah. Lady Dracula. Perfect. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's it. So he goes to Mel Wells, who's who's you know living overseas. He's like, hey, and he's an American too, and he's like, but he has got all this money, and he wants to have he wants to hook it up with Rosalba Neri. She's Rosalba Neri is foxy. She's beautiful lady, and he wants to have her in it. I want her. God, he wants to, he really wants to get with her. She's not at that point in time accepting his advances. Hmm. Not super into him. He's hmm. a very rich guy. She's like kind of turned off by that, not really into him. He wants to make this movie. Okay, so Mel Wells says, wait a minute, I'm a director, you have money, you have a script, you're like, let's make a movie? Hell yes, this is what I do. He books studio space, he books all this stuff. Here's something that uh, Harry did not do as a producer. He did not secure the rights to the script Lady Dracula. So, (laughs) which is written by another American who's living overseas, who was like a another bodybuilder turned actor stuntman kind of guy. Uh, I think his name is Brad Harris. I think is the guy's name. And captain? (laughs) No, I don't think so. I could be wrong on the name, but in any case, he did not secure the rights to that to that script. 
So he, uh, Mel hooks up. He's like, but we still have money to make a script. So we can't, but we can't make this script. So he goes off with um, Ed, Edward DiLorenzo. He's a TV writer who ends up writing on Space 1999 and nice. Miami Vice. Nice. Oh, nice. So, um, and they go off to London and they write for two weeks and they come up with Lady Frankenstein. Though, a real quick quote from Mel Wells from this book, Tales from the Cult Film Trenches. He says that, um, to this day, I still believe that Lady Dracula was the better script. Though... Lady Frankenstein was a fair script, and I bettered the script in that I made the film with a real passion. So, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Hey. Not hitting this guy's bottom five once he read that. <laughs> <laughs> made the film with yeah. passion? You'll never see the bottom five <laughs> right. Ryan's list. Oh, uh, so he Lady Dracula script really, I really yeah. Lady Dracula yeah, seriously. Above. Oh man! Well, they did end up making Lady Dracula, but the guy who owns the script is like a secondary uh, uh, credit. Okay. So I think they rewrote it and rewrote what it was. Lady so it's Wolfram? not. It's a no. It's still called, it's called Lady Dracula. Lady, it is Lady called Lady Mom. Dracula. Lady. <laughs> It's called Lady Dracula. I think it's made a couple years after this. Okay. And did right. Mel Wells make it? No, no. Okay, they had, they had none of none of them had anything to do with it. And okay, not, you know, it's made by totally separate separate people, and I think rewritten as well. And it's apparently not very good, but yeah. who knows? Could be great. Who knows? Um, there's another company though that was also investing in the in in the movie, and that is um, I'm trying to see the name of the company. Um, and that is where uh, Corwin gets involved because there there's a company that is also invested in here. I think they're called Heritage is the name of the company and um, Heritage Films <clears throat> and they've invested and they're, they drop out and they need $90,000. So this is again, Mel Wells talking from this book. He says, uh, when I went to cash the letter of credit in a bank in Italy, they said that it was bogus. So <laughs> this is a comedy of errors at this yeah, point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who so, among us has not tried to cash a letter of credit at an Italian bank and gotten denied? I mean, right, right. I know. That old story. Oh, man. I was in Sorrento five years ago and I walked into the, the main bank that, there and that, they just. Uh, that and an espresso will put you in Rome. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, so he says, I was... <clears throat> so he said, suddenly I was short $90,000. I got on a plane, flew to California, and went to see Roger Corman. He said, okay. And of course, his letter of credit is always good, and he took up that portion of the budget. He did get a lot for his help, though. He got the rights to the film in America in perpetuity. Nobody ever gives that away. That tracks. But, but I was stuck. Wow. So I gave it away. Otherwise, the film would be mine again, and I could do what I want with it. So he gave the whole thing away. Now, here's Roger Corman's side of that story from uh, the movie world of Roger Corman. <laughs> Lady Frankenstein was another picture I picked up sight unseen. It was produced and directed in Rome by Mel Wells, an old associate of mine. He had all his financing except for a very small amount. 90,000? You can make four movies on that, Roger. <laughs> While traveling through Los Angeles, he mentioned that if he could just get a little more money from the United States to add to what he had, he could make the picture. I said I would put up that small amount of money in return for the United States distribution. 
This was a very interesting picture because it was a retelling of the Frankenstein story by Dr. Frankenstein's daughter. (laughs) I mean, mean, okay. So when you bought it sight unseen, you also didn't see it. (laughs) (laughs) Sight never seen. Yeah, Yeah. right. Uh, So they do uh, get the movie. They do put this movie out in March of 1972. They put it out on, of course, in drive-ins and... uh, Funny enough, I'm looking at some of the posters and stuff. They play with it. The double feature that we've already done on this podcast. They did it with a velvet vampire. They did and it with sp- Pinocchio and the, and the Emperor, right? <laughs> uh-huh. That's, that's right, Mark. And, and French sex murders are the, oh, it's a, the, it's the double we mentioned earlier. In the, yeah, It's all wow. coming full circle, everybody. Wow. wow. We're closing this thing out on the on a high note. Yeah, no, uh, we, we early on in our history, we talked about Velvet Vampire and Scream of the Demon Lover, which also played as a double feature. And so they played both those movies with it as well. So it was like a triple that's feature. A triple, nice. that's a, I mean, that's a, that's a good night out. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Or at least oh. two thirds of a good night out. I, Frankenstein, I, the, yeah. vampires, and vampires, then this other one that I don't Cal, know. Cal, d- dune buggies and, and vampires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What could yeah. be better than dune buddy, buggies and vampires? And <laughs> secret rooms. There's a lot of secret rooms through all of them. That's great. All, yeah. of, them. all of them. All of them. Yeah. Uh, so uh and and it doesn't make a big amount of money in Italy. It makes a decent amount, but it does better in the US and not only that, Corman still owns the rights to it. So Yeah. So shrewd. it's still making him money. Shrewd. Shrewd. Right. That's it. So uh that's it. That is Lady Frankenstein. What a movie. Oh what a picture. A, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a it's an interesting picture. It's uh you know, I, uh, it wasn't what I expected, and then in some ways it was. It was, uh, you know, it was a But it was interesting because it was a Frankenstein story, but Dr. Frankenstein's daughter. Daughter, yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> once, once you got, once you got Dr. Frankenstein out of the picture, it was, uh, was kind of off to the races. You know? Yeah, uh, it was. You know, Chris, thank you so much for joining us. Thank oh, it was a joy. Thank you so much. Thank this you. This was thank so you. great. It was so great talking with you and uh, hanging with you. Please tell everybody about Get Me Another, which is one of my favorite podcasts. Tell everybody about the show. Oh, I host a podcast called Get Me Another, and what we do, we in, in each series, we examine a blockbuster film, what made it work, what, what impact it had, and then we explore all of the films that tried to follow in its wake and, in one way or another, replicate its success. So we've done series on Batman, Star Wars, Boys in the Hood, Halloween, Conan the Barbarian, When Harry Met Sally, Indiana Jones, and next month, we'll be kicking off our next series, Get Me Another, A Hard Day's Night. We are going to be looking at all the pop-infused musical films that came in the wake of the Beatles' landmark film. Wow, amazing. Amazing. We get get some weird stuff. We get some really interesting stuff. It's... uh, it's it and it, it it lends itself to my personality, which is to dive into a thing, learn a whole lot about it, and then move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so jealous. Yeah, we um we get to just keep learning more and more about the same place. Oh, I love the show. I'm, I'm thrilled to I'm thrilled to be on it. It's, well, uh, thank you, Chris, and and, yes, and every, everybody, please check out the Get Me Another. It is a great uh, series. Like uh, I thought the. Halloween one was absolutely fascinating. Of course, I was uh, I was all on board for Get Me Another Bird with a Crystal Plumage oh, for, yeah. mm-hmm. because I'm a big Jala fan and uh, 
you know, the, the Star Wars series. It's just great. Uh, there, there's so many it's it's so interesting to think about movies and then they have all the knockoffs and it's yeah yep. i mean it happens and it's such a cool idea for a show so everybody please check out get me another it's a great show thank you chris again for being with us thank you yes and, and you can follow uh, us on twitter and instagram and absolutely and blue sky all at get me another pod and uh we're available wherever Yes, follow wherever them. Wherever podcasts. Wherever podcasts are. You can, you can check out the show, subscribe, follow them on all the socials. For us, you can find all of us stuff at our website, newworldpicturespodcast.com. You can find our episodes, our t-shirts. Buy a t-shirt. We don't have a Patreon. I gotta so get a just shirt. Buy a I gotta t-shirt. get a shirt one of these days. Yeah. I should have had it for this episode. I didn't. I gotta, <laughs> don't even... The holidays and stuff, but then I gotta get the shirt. I gotta get the shirt. Well, see... Chris, you're that's everybody, right? You all have to get a get, shirt. Go get the shirt. Or get the hat. There's tons, the hat. there's tons of new designs. We're going to have new designs debuting this year. We had a new design that came at the end of the year. We we're still talking about Night Suit. We've got tons of new designs happening. <laughs> lots of new designs that have inspired from our episodes as well as our logos and stuff. So there's lots of cool stuff. That you're going to find something for everybody in your family. Trust me. But that's it for us. We hope you enjoyed this first episode of Monstruary. We will be back next week with Godzilla 1985. And uh, we hope you will join us for that. And we'll see you next time on the New World Pictures Podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye.